Welcome to the audio podcast of Believer's House. We are a multi-generational, multi-ethnic church in the city of Halifax, Nova Scotia, called to lead people to Jesus, make them more like Him, and see them lead others to Him. We hope this message you are about to listen to inspires you to become more like Jesus in your thoughts, words, and actions. I'll be reading from the book of John, uh, chapter 6, from verses 1 to 4 to 14, and I will jump because of our time to take verses 25 to 35. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 6, after these things, Jesus went over the sea of Galilee, which is in the sea of Tiberia. Then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs, which he performed on those who were deceased. Jesus went up on the mountain there and he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, seeing a great multitude coming towards him. It said to Philip, where shall we find bread that these people may eat? But these he said unto test him, for he himself knew he would, what he would do. Because he knew that he was the bread of life. He knew that I am the bread of life. And Philip answered him, 200 denarius worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may have a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, said, Pastor Jesus, Jesus, do you have some bread there? Brother, okay, do you have some bread there? He said, there is a boy at the back of the church. He had some bread, some loaves of bread. Maybe it was well taught that when you're coming to church, go to church with offering. Go to church with some bread. Can I have some bread there? He said, I found someone in church this morning that came with loaves of bread. And the Bible says Jesus told them to bring the boy. And he had two fishes as well. And Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now, make the people sit down. Now there was much a grass in the place. So the men sat down in numbers. About 5,000 men were counted. And the Bible says in verse 11, and Jesus took the loaves of bread and he had gi- and after he has given thanks, he distributed to them and his disciples. And the disciples to those that were sitting down. And likewise of the fish as much as they wanted. Then the Bible says in verse 12, so when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather the, the remnants, gather the fragment that remain. The Bible says, so that nothing is lost. And the Bible says, therefore they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments of, of five bellies loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Don't forget that they have eaten more than over as much as they wanted. And the Bible says, then those men, when they had seen the signs that Jesus did, they said in their heart that this is truly a prophet who is come into the world. I want us to jump to verse 25 and let me jump into my message. I brought a word for somebody this morning. Verse 25 says, and when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, 
When did you come here? Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say unto you, ye seek me not because you saw signs, because you want to hear a word. I wanted to ask you, anybody, say, why did you come to church this morning? Did you come for bread or you come for a word? Did you come for Jesus or you come for PS or PD? The Bible says he told them, Jesus answered and said unto them. He said, you, um, I was on the last verse, amen. The Bible says, Jesus answered them, you seek me not because of the signs that you saw, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. And maybe you want more. I want more of God this morning. And the Bible says in verse 27, do not labor for the food which perish, which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which is the son, which the Son of Man will give you. Because God is the Father, and He has set its seal on Him. Then they said to Him, What shall we do that we may walk the walk of God? And Jesus told them, all you need to do to walk the word of God is to, Jesus answered and said, this is the work of God, that ye believe in him whom is sent, that ye believe the word. If there is any work any believer is meant to do, is to just believe. Stay your neighbor, say, just believe. Just believe, just believe. It's to believe in a womb, a saint. And verse 30 says, Therefore they said to him, What sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe you? What work will you do? And I'm almost there with my message this morning. The Bible says, Our father ate manners in the desert as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Most assuredly, I say unto you, Moses did not give you bread. Moses did not give you bread from heaven. But my father in heaven, he gives bread. He gives word on this altar every Sunday. It's not Pastor Shane that you see here every Sunday. It's not Pastor Duckle that I see every Sunday. God in heaven sent fresh manna every morning. God in heaven sent fresh word every ignite. God in heaven sent fresh word every Wednesday to edify your spirit, to edify your soul. To feed you more than the muscles that you need, but to give you inner strength. And the Bible says, for the bread of God is he who come down from heaven and gives life to the world. And verse 34 says, then they said unto him, Lord, give us this bread always. Lord, give us this bread always. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We ask that you will give us this bread always. We ask that you give us this strength always. We ask that you give us this revelation always. That always when we come into your house, we will have an encounter with you. Always when we come to your house, we will be fed. We will have fresh word, fresh revelation. And we ask, oh Lord, that as your word come forth this morning, let life come. Let revelation come. Let power flow from this altar. Lord, let everyone receive a word from you. I ask, oh Lord, that you will speak through my leaves of clay and your word will come unchecked, unhindered by any external force. I ask, oh Lord, that you will feed us, Lord, this morning until we want no more. Let us all live here with the bread that is from above in Jesus' 
mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We may be seated. Hallelujah. God bless you all. So this morning, I want to pick my subject from the last verse that we read. He said, give us this bread always. And I'm going to be titling my little exhortation this morning, pass me the bread. I thought maybe I should say, give me the bread. I thought maybe I say, bake me the bread. I thought maybe I should say, do you have some flour in church this morning? Because we want to bake some bread. Hallelujah. But thank God for uh, wonderful, thank God for uh, bread in church. So this morning, we're going to be looking at the text that I've just read. And we're going to see a few things that bread represents. And I would be speaking for the purpose of people that like title. Pass me some bread. How many people want some bread this morning? You want some bread this morning. You want some bread this morning. Pastor too needs bread. Some people thought pastors only is to preach and no bread. But pastor needs some bread. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. How many people want some bread this morning? Can I hear somebody say, pass me some bread? I want you to help me to preach this morning. Say, pass me some bread. 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 Pass me some bread. I know you will like wheat bread. God has got all the bread that you want. Whatever you are looking for. He said, pass me some bread. Can somebody say, pass me some bread. Pass me some bread. God. You see, let me tell you something that the Holy Spirit told me. When you go to church, make sure you go to a church where fresh bread is being served. So many people come to church just because my friends are there, because of the structure and because of anything. But when you're looking for a church to fellowship, look for a church where there is fresh bread, where there is fresh water, where you wake up every morning and you are fed. And I want to congratulate you, you are not in the wrong church. I say, I want to congratulate you, you are not in the wrong church. Because I know your pastor one-on-one, -on -one, he is loaded. He's got fresh oven in his room. He's coming every Sunday and he's dishing out good work. And every leadership here, I join you every Wednesday. I get edified. Hallelujah. Because I need some bread too. Because I need the word. When we come, Jesus told them, he said, do you really come to church for signs and wonders for an encounter from me? Or you came for some bread? Or you came because you have eaten. So I want to challenge us. When we choose church, when we choose a place to worship, we need a place where we will be seated and we will be fed. And if you are in believers' house, you've got lots of bread in the house. Hallelujah. Don't mind a few loaves that I brought. I knew that you have bread. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's not where I'm going this morning. That's just by the way. Hallelujah. When I'm going this morning, Jesus Christ opened the statement with a question. See, there are so many people here. We've counted men. We've counted about 5,000. And we've not even counted women. And you know that when you have 5,000 men, you will have probably more women because more women come to church. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know if it's the same thing here. And when you have more women, then that means for every family that shows up, you have at least minimum of two or three kids. Hallelujah. So that means the number was overwhelming. And Jesus was asking the disciples, who is this calling pastor Sunday morning? Amen. Glory to God. And Jesus was telling the disciples, was asking them, where do we get bread 
to feed these people. In other words, these people, they've come hungry. They've come with needs. They've come with financial needs. They come with mental needs. They come with spirit. They come with all manners of need. Where do we get bread to feed all of these people? And the Bible says, the disciple says, well, there is no amount of bread that we can buy that can feed these people. But the Holy Spirit told me on my way as I was driving here this morning, that do you know the revelation behind that scripture? Jesus was trying to tell the disciples that I am the bread of life. My body, he was trying to tell them what will happen to his body when he's no more. That it will be broken. That these people, they need more than bread. They need more than three square meals. They need more than $25 per hour. If you are thinking of pay raise or whatever, this is not what they need. They need the bread that comes from heaven. And Jesus was actually telling them that my body will be broken. And when my body is broken, for the one that needs healing, it will be fed. For the one that needs financial breakthrough, it will be fed. For the one that needs spiritual maturity that needs to grow, it will be fed. So in other words, Jesus Christ lifted up the bread. It was a symbol of his body. That was why he told us after he came, after he has died and he came to meet the disciples, he said, this is my body. It is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So one of the significance of the bread is that it is the body of Jesus. And that was what was broken in to feed 5,000 people and 12 baskets were left to feed many more people that would say, come to the fold. So this morning, I believe that God is going to speak to you. I believe that God is going to meet you at a point of your need. I will be sharing some revelations that God told me about what bread represents in the scriptures. We've seen the scriptures use bread many times, many times. So the bread is the body of Jesus. So when you saw him lifted his up, it was his body that he presented, that he was giving to us. And that body was broken. And that is why no matter how many of us today, we can all take part in that body because it has been broken to feed as many as possible. And this morning, I believe that whatever you need, God is meeting you at the point of your need because in his body, there is healing. In his body, there is deliverance. In his body, there is strength. In his body, there is provision. Everything you are looking for is in the bread. We understood or we've been taught on this altar the importance of the woman that was praying that just the crumb that falls on the ground. I don't need the loaf. I just need the crumb. Because she understood that it is not about the crumb. It is not about the loaf. It is about an encounter with Jesus. It is about just a small touch. It knows that the same power, the same nutrient that is in the crumb is in the body. So whatever small word, big word revelation you received this morning, it is enough to heal you. It is enough to make you strong. It is enough to fortify you. I don't want to bother us. I need to run to my message this morning so that I don't digress. Seven significance of, the, of bread to us as believers. One, it is the body of Jesus. It was broken for us. Two, bread signifies provision. We know bread, when I was growing up, I'm so much attached to bread. When I was growing up, I sold bread. So I know practically every bakery in my city because I, we supply bread everywhere. So I know that bread can be of economic value. 
But what Jesus was talking about here was more than economic value. The bread here, it means provision. He said, give all this bread always. That means every time we come, there is provision. Every time we come, there is abundance. And that is why the Bible says, pray like this. Give us this day our daily bread. In other words, give us this day our daily provision. Provision also means supply. Give us every day our supply. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. This word shepherd means the one who feeds, the one who guides, the one who shields, the one who protects. He says, I shall no want. So this morning, I believe that God is releasing provision into your hands. I say God is releasing provision into your hands. I don't know what vision you have. I don't know what dream you have. But I dare you, I have bigger dreams than you. I have bigger visions than you. And this morning, I receive provision. For every vision God has put in my hands, I receive provision. I receive supplies in the name of Jesus. In the second half of this year, I speak provision. I declare supplies. Your needs are supplied. Your needs are provided for. Everything you ever require, they are supplied in the name of Jesus. Because that is what the bread means. It means provision. That is what the body of Jesus Christ means. It means every nutrient, everything we need, physically, spiritually, it will be provided. Hallelujah. Bread also means needs met. It is his will that every need be supplied. The Bible says, and my God shall supply all your needs. According to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus, his body is broken for us. His word is so rich, is so rich that it can take care of every need that may arise now or in the future. So I want to congratulate you. If you are part of the body of Christ, if you have his body, if you are a believer, then that means you have every needs met. Every need, every need, every need. I was reading God's word this morning and I stumbled on what it means to have all your needs met. Let's see what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6. And the Holy Spirit told me what it means. Matthew chapter 6 verse 31 to 32. The Bible says, so therefore do not worry. Saying, what shall we eat? Do not worry, saying, what shall we drink? Do not worry, saying, what shall we wear? For all of those things that you are thinking about, the Bible says, for the Gentiles strive after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Before you ask for them, he has provided them. So I, the Holy Spirit told me, it needs met, means no ozu. You don't have to ozu. No struggle and no worries. I decree as you enter into the second half of the year, with the revelation of Jesus, the bread of life, he is inside of you. There will be no need for you to also. There will be no need for you to struggle with anything. Things will be happening on their own accord. You are believing God for a new accommodation. God told me to tell you that you don't have to struggle for it. You desire promotion at work. You don't have to struggle for it. Because the bread meets every need. 
The Bible says God knows what your needs are. He knows what your desires are. And he says before you even open your mouth to ask, he will meet your needs. That is what the body of Jesus is to us. That is what the word of God is to us. It meets every need. And you want to know another, another revelation that God gave me about the bread. Bread means strength. It means strength. If you ever need some energy, when you take bread, you will see that the children are active at home. How many people need strength this morning? You want some bread this morning. You want some bread this morning. Somebody want me to pass him some bread. You remember the title? What? Again? The louder? Amen. Glory to God. If you need strength, bread is represented, it represents strength. Let's see the story of one of the servants of God in the scripture. The Bible says he was fainting and he was ready to die. Hallelujah. First Kings 19 from verses 4 to 7. The Bible says, while he himself traveled on a day journey into the wilderness, he sat under a broom tree and prayed that he might die. So many times when we lack bread, we are overwhelmed, we are overburdened, and we are about to give up. That is when our, we begin to have anxiety, we begin to have panic attack, we begin to, we are worried because there is so much need to be met and our strength has been drained. The Bible says, I have heard enough, Lord, he said, take my life, for I am not better than my father's. The Bible says, then he lay down under the broom tree and, and fell asleep. Suddenly, the angel of God touched him and said, get up, eat, eat what? Bread. And he looked around, and there by his head, he saw a cake of bread, big over a hot coal, and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. You know some children, when they just, they just wake up in the middle of the night and they will eat and they will sleep again. And the Bible says the second time the angel told him, the bread you have received, the word you have received, the promise you have received, the revelation you have received, he touched him. He said, get up, eat. The journey is too much for you. I know 2023 might be overwhelming with the 10 time of interest rates increasing. It might be overwhelming. But God says you have strength. You have everything that takes you to keep waxing stronger and stronger. When others are casting, I think there is a cast down, their mortgage they can't afford, they are turning in their house. You are increasing your own payment by yourself. That is what it means to be strong financially. When others cannot afford their mortgage, as a child of God, as the one that has the bread of life, that has the word of life, the word of faith on the inside of him, you are waxing stronger because you had something different in church. The Bible says, so he got up and he ate and drank and he was strengthened by that. And that strength carried him for extra 40 days and 40 nights. Until he reached where he was going. I believe that by the grace of God, as you step out of service this morning, you are stepping into great strength. You are being strengthened in the name of Jesus. Every hand that is weak is strengthened. 
Financially, you are strengthened. Academically, for people in school, you are strengthened. In every area of your life, the strength, the courage to push through, to finish strong, receive in the name of Jesus. Year 2023, the second half, you are finishing strong, you are finishing on the note of exploit. In the name of Jesus. That is what happened when you've got Jesus on the inside of you. When he was telling them, how do we feed these people? What he was telling them, how do I break my body so that everybody in church have a part of me? Everybody have an encounter. He wasn't talking about ordinary bread because he knew that they need strength. They needed strength. So bread represents strength. We have strength. We need strength spiritually. If you are married there or you are single, whoever you are, you are a senior, you need, a, you need spiritual strength. You need to keep yourself strong spiritually. We need financial strength. Tongue will not do everything. Hallelujah. You need money. By the grace of God, uh, our current place of worship has been sold. Amen. So I hope in a few days, I'm not going to be homeless or churchless. Hallelujah. But we were looking for a place to rent. And uh, I walked, I just woke up that Thursday morning crazily. I was like, let me just walk, drive around my street. I need a new venue. And as I was driving out, I saw a place. I've been seeing it for a long time. I said, let me just peep in and see what they are doing there. And while I was peeping in, some guys came and they were like, what are you looking for? I said, well, I want to see what you guys are doing here. This place has been empty for a while. I, I'm looking for a place to lease. And they told me they want to sell. I said, okay, no problem. Let's go there. Hallelujah. And uh, we started negotiating and... Um, um, somebody had already offered on it and my retailer just called me. There's a church down the town they are selling. I said, okay, let's go. Let's talk about it. And he said, it's 1.8 million. I said, go put an offer down. Amen. Go put an offer down. Amen. And to the glory of God, they came back. They said they accepted our offer. I said, okay, now let's go. <laughs> that is what bread of life gives you. It gives you the boldness. It gives you the courage. It gives you the strength to do extraordinary things. And guess what? I don't, that day that I told him to go and put off, I have $13,000 in my church account. <laughs> and I just told church, you know what? We're going for it, whatever. But if they accept the offer, I know God has a way. And to the grace of God, they accepted the offer and uh, we're talking and everybody is talking something else, but I'm saying something else. I went to the bank, I was calculating 20%, that's 300000 God will do it. And uh, I got to the bank, bank told me that it's a church, not individual. You don't pay 5%. You're talking of 35% to 50%. I say, okay now. <laughs> Glory to God. God can do it. And I called back to my church. I told them, I say, you know what? My faith is stronger with the bank pushing back that I need 50%. Do they know how much? <laughs> but I'm not moved because I am strong. We are rich in Christ Jesus. We have supernatural strength. We have financial strength. We have physical strength. We have all the spiritual strength that we need. And I told them in church, I said, you know what? We are not believing God for 300,000 again. So let me bust your bubble now. We are not believing God. I first started slow for them. I said, you know what? We need 20,000 to put an offer down. Within next one week, pledge, let's do 20,000. And to the of God, we were able to put the 20,000 down. So now, as the next level, we are thinking of 300, but it's not about 300,000. No. They are asking for 50%. So you know what that means. And I told them, I said, my faith has was stronger. When, it, when I had that, I just told God. I said, God, the point is that who can I pay everything? Because if God, if I can have faith for 50%, 
then no, 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 no. I told him, I said, our faith now is that we are trusting God to buy that place cash. By the time I raise 600000 if I go and meet them, I will tell them, how much do you want to sell again? I'm not buying that price again. This is, <laughs> this is money. And we've started the drive. And we are trusting God that our God is strong. Our God is able. He is more than able. I am not scared. They are 20%, 35%, 40%. Mm-hmm. What I know is that if God can do 50%, he will do 100%. That is the strength that comes from the word of faith. That is a strength that you get from edifying every Sunday. That is a strength. It gives you courage to win every battle. It gives you courage to fight. It gives you courage to win. Even before a war starts, you are already a winner. Hallelujah. Don't let me dwell too much on that. Bread also signifies life. Please, let me know when my time is up. Amen. Bread also signifies what? Life. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. What he was practically saying there is that I can satisfy you with whatever. This Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whosoever comes to me will never be hungry again. And whoever believes in me will never thirst. When you have the bread of life, when you have an encounter with Jesus, what is literally saying in this scripture is that it can satisfy all your needs. Because it says you will eat and you'll never be hungry again. What does that mean? It means that you will be satisfied to your deepest need, to your deepest longing. It means that it can make you feel full. You can be full and you'll be overflowing in blessing when you know him. And I believe this morning, Whatever is your heart desire, whatever is your need, I want you to come to Jesus this morning. I want you to come to the table this morning. When you come to the table of the Lord, when you come every Sunday morning, every Wednesday at the fire, every church service, and even in your home, you made a table for yourself where you serve yourself. The Bible says you will be satisfied. And I believe this morning, good life, God will satisfy you. Good health, God will satisfy you. Good job, God will satisfy you. In the name of Jesus. Everyone that is believing God for a change of job this morning, I decree over you, there is a rain. There is a shower of blessing. There is a rain of new jobs, new contracts, new opportunities. In the name of Jesus. That is what God does. He satisfies his own early with his mercies. And I believe that you are satisfied with life with health, with joy, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember the story of the, uh, of the prophet and the terrified woman. He said, let me just bake this bread and I will eat and die. That was her last meal. She thought she was going to die. She thought it was the end that's come. But the prophet says, can you make me some bread? That's to tell you that pastor needs some bread. Even angels, they needed bread. When angels came to visit Abraham, the Bible says he entertained them with what? With bread. Hallelujah. But the devil was foolish. He thought Jesus Christ would need bread. And he said, can you turn this stone, this cup, can you turn it into bread? And Jesus shook his head. If you know who you are talking to, I am the bread. I am the bread. I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. He thought 
that they have that he could fool Jesus. And he didn't know he was fooling himself. So the prophet told him, told her, bring me a piece of bread. How many people want a slice or a piece? You, 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 are not, you don't want to be, take it to yourself. You want to share it. A piece, God bless you. You get some bread. Hallelujah. He said, he said bring me a piece first. Make a piece first for me. Before you eat, with, and the woman said, this is the last flower for me and my son. And after this we die, who is here this morning? You're just hanging on to your last hope. You're just hanging on to your last resources. You don't know where the next bill will come. You don't know how you are going to settle the next bill. But I bring you a word from the throne of grace. The Bible says after they gave the prophet this bread, the Bible says they had overflow. They never lack again. After this service, you will never lack again. After this service, you will never lack again. After this service, you never lack again. This service, your health will never fail again in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I need to run now because of my time. Bread can also mean fellowship. Fellowship. The Bible told us in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, and of course, that has to do with the body of Jesus that we said earlier. He said, For I have received from the Lord, and I also pass unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread. He was also telling them, this my body, you will need it to. The word that you hear every Sunday, go and store it in your podcast, in your YouTube, whatever, because you will need it. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. That was Jesus practically interpreting what he was telling them earlier. That that was three disciples. He was telling them, I'm going to break my body and it will feel more than you can imagine. Bread also means answers. Somebody say answers. Answers. Bread also means answer. The Bible says the woman came to him and he came to him and he desired an answer. But the Bible says Jesus did not say anything. Jesus did not answer a word. So the disciples came to him and heard him, send these people away. Send her away. For she kept crying after us. And Jesus answered, I was not sent only to the Lordship of Israel. We know the story very well, but at the end of the day, the Bible says, Jesus answered her, woman, I've never seen a faith like this before. In other words, to this woman, the bread, the healing for his daughter that he was looking for. It's, it, it, it can be, it symbolizes bread. Because the Bible says, bread. Jesus replied in his word there that I cannot give the bread that belongs to the, what? To the children, to the dog. But this woman kept saying, I need an answer. I need some bread too. I need some bread too. I might not be qualified. This might not be my time. But Lord, you must help me. My daughter is dying. How many people are desperate for a touch from God this morning? How many people are desperate for an answer this morning? God told me to tell you, answers are coming. Answers are coming. Answers are coming. In the name of Jesus, God will answer you. Jesus will answer you. Bread means answer. It also means healing. The Bible says Jesus was liking the woman's sick daughter. The healing that she was looking for, Jesus was liking it to the bread of the believers, to the bread of the children. That means
things. Jesus, God's will for us is that we have good health all our lives. And that is why you see a child that is well fed, you will see that he's going to be healthy. He's not going to fall sick easily because he's well fed. And I love my son. He's just one year old, but a boy, he loves bread. The other day, we were coming from uh, New Brunswick when we went for an engagement. We were coming and we stopped by and um, I got some fresh bread. There is a, a Niger bakery there that coming to Nova Scotia very soon. So I got some fresh bread. And while we stopped over in our friend's place, in, uh, we're coming from St. John's, and we stopped over in Moncton, and they were trying to give him milk because we've been on the journey for like two or three hours. The guy was like, ah, you people are eating bread. They are giving me milk. The guy was just doing it like this. The man's hand reached the bread. <laughs> the guy just threw milk away. So now we know that bread is one of his favorites. So when you eat bread, when you hit the word of faith, when you soak yourself in the word, the Bible says you will have strong health. And the Bible told us here that Jesus was liking the bread to the, the bread that this woman was looking for, the health that this woman was looking for to children's bread. Hallelujah. Time will not permit me to dwell on that because of my time. I want to also tell us lastly that bread represents miracles. And I believe that this morning there will be a miracle in your home. There will be a miracle in your life. In your health, there will be a miracle. In your finances, there will be a miracle. In the name of Jesus, bread represents a miracle meal. How do you explain five loaves of bread? Maybe you don't know what loaves of bread mean. Is that one that they use for burger? Uh, no, is it hot dog? What that they put hot dog in? Or those rand rand one? Hallelujah. Or maybe five, because you know when children are going to school now, how do you pack bread for them? Do you pack five of these? No. You have just packed like five slices and just put sandwich and whatever you have just given them. That was what that guy had. How will you explain that five loaves fed 5,000 men, not counting children and women, if that is not a miracle? I don't know what you are looking for today, but God told me to tell you that in this second half of the year, undeniable miracles, undeniable testimonies, undeniable victory, undeniable deliverance, undeniable turnaround that you yourself, you will see, you will not be able to explain it all, but you can't deny it because God has done marvelous things for you. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. How will you explain the five loaves fed 5,000 people? And God just gave me a word for somebody. For the rest of this year, he's going to show you some supernatural supply. In the rest of this year, step into a season of supernatural supply. Step into your season of supernatural supply. Supernatural supply. In the name of Jesus. As a up, what are the lessons that we want to go on with this morning? Somebody say, Pastor, you have not given me my own bread yet. Hallelujah. How many people still want some bread this morning? Hallelujah. The cameraman, so that you can take nice picture from me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. The lesson that I want us to take home this morning, when you want some bread, or when you want more of God encounter, when you want the word of faith to be productive in your life, the key is to come with a heart of thanksgiving. When you come to his presence, when you wake up every morning with a heart of thanksgiving, with a grateful heart, you will see more of God. 
you will see more of his revelation. You will see more of his life, more of his strength. The heart of thanksgiving, that is the key. Every time you see Jesus talk about bread, the Bible says, and he lifted up and he gave thanks. That is the secret. That is the key to multiplication. That is the key to overflow. That is the key to continuous blessing. Number two, we need to come to Jesus. When you come to Jesus, is the bread of life. If you're not born again here, or you've been falling in and out of Christianity, or your faith is not that too strong, you need to be rooted in Jesus. You need to be rooted in the world. You need to be rooted in your fellowship with Jesus. Because when you are rooted in him, you will have access to bread. Then you have the bread daily. Then you can call him every morning, our father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You can call him and you are sure and guarantee that you will be fair. And when you come, come asking. Somebody say, come asking. Come asking. Come asking. When you come, come asking. The Bible says in, in Psalms 2, verse 6 to 8, I love that scripture very well, especially when you have it in the, in, in the message translation. Hallelujah. I know my time is up, but I wish I can get that in the message translation. Yeah, Psalm 2, verse 6 to 8. The Bible says in, in the message translation, verse 8, the Bible says, ask me, and I will make nations. Okay, I'm going to read from verse 7. The Bible says, I will proclaim a decree spoken to me by the Lord. You are my son. Today, I have become your father. Another version says, let me tell you what God said next. He said, you are my son and today is your birthday. What do you want? Name it. Nations as a present. Continent as a prize. You command them to dance before you. And they will do so. When you come to his presence, come asking. Come with a demand. And you will see that God will feed you. And another lesson I learned here is that if you want God to feed you, you need to keep coming praying. Keep praying. The woman was persistent. He was persistent. His hunger was not going to go down. He got more. He's hungry for more. You want faith? You need to be hungry for more. You need to be hungry for more. You need to pray for more. You need to pray for more. See me, I was believing God for 20,000. God did it. I started believing for 300,000. And they raised the bar for me. I'm believing God for 500,000. And I'm trusting God that, God, if you come and do that, I'm hungry for more. How many people are hungry for more of God this morning? The reason why some of us prayer don't get answer is because we don't pray with passion. We don't pray with hunger. We don't desire. God needs to see a desire in you and hunger in you. When you are hungry, God will fill you. And another one, lesson that I want us to take home today. If you want some bread, you need to come to the table. Somebody say, come to the table. And don't just come to the table and stand by the table. Come to the table and be seated. That is where bread are served. How many people went to boarding school? If you're school in Africa and you're lucky to go to boarding school, when it's meal time, you there don't stay in the room. You have to be at the dining. You have to be at the table. Seated before your mate or your flatmate, before they finish the bread. You have to be seated. And God told me to tell us in church this morning, we need to be seated. We need to come to church to take seats, to be rooted, to be planted, and to serve. And while you are serving, God will serve you. While you are serving, God will meet your needs. 
While you are serving, God will give you strength. While you are serving, God will fix you. The reason why we don't get fixed is that we are not seated. Jesus told them, he said, tell all those 5,000 men to what? To take their seats. And I was telling one of my senior pastors yesterday, I said, when God gives some people small miracle like this, they are out of church. You don't see them in church. They buy house. Some people bought house far away from church and you don't see them in church again. Meanwhile, somebody came for a VG on Friday and I said, where did you come and say from Aliphaz? From Aliphaz is that one. We invited you. He said he just saw the flyer and uh, he just feels some, he needed some fire. I said, yeah. And some people bought house and they are living close to you and we've not seen them in church since they bought house. But God wants you to be seated so that you can be fed. You don't serve God and God will not feed you. You don't serve God and God will not lift you. You don't serve God and God will leave you a place. You don't serve God and he will not take sickness away from you. He will not take pains away from you. It is a no-no. Tell your neighbor, say, be seated. Be seated. And don't just get seated. Serve where you are sitting now. Find a place to serve. Find a place to serve. And as we go, the last lesson that I want us to learn this morning is that if we want the bread to multiply, we need to pass it. And the revelation that God gave me was that the Bible said Jesus lifted up the bread. Don't forget the bread is not the physical bread. He lifted up his body. In his body, there is healing. In his body, there is grace to pray. In his body, there is anointing. In his body, there is love. In his body, there is courage. In his body, there is all manner of things. The Bible says he lifted it up. And the Bible says he gave thanks. And when he gave thanks, he gave it to the disciples. And he told them to do what? They also pass it. Listen, when did the bread that he was lifted, the five loaves, when did it turn to 5,000? When? It was in the passing. Because if it has turned to 5,000, I don't know what will happen. Jesus would have been like this. <laughs> he would have been like Moses that needed two people to come out. They would have recorded in the Bible that he needed some people to come and hold his hands because the bread was so much. You could not carry the bread. And the bread is going to fall. But the Bible says, he, the Bible didn't tell us that the bread multiplied in his hands while he was lifting it up. But it was as he passed it to the disciples. The disciples passed it. As they passed it, it went round. And the Holy Spirit told me that when you are on the dining table, you know, when not African dining table, or you put dining table, when you pass the bread, hallelujah. Sorry for my vernacular. <laughs> when you're at the dining table, when you have some nice people that are nice, they don't take the bread. They just take a piece and they will what? They will pass it round. And by that, it goes round. And God told me that there is so much miracle. There is so much fire in this house. And the reason why we don't see that fire spreading is because we are not passing it. Some of us, we have the anointing to pray, but we're only praying for ourselves. We're not passing that prayer. Some of us, we have the gift of God. We have the blessings of God inside of us, but you are not bringing your gift to the table so that somebody can benefit from that gift. Thereby, you pass. The bread and the Holy Spirit told me when you see a church and you are wondering, nobody's greeting me, nobody's showing me some love. The only reason why love is not multiplying in our churches today is because we are not passing it. 
When you have a family and you're wondering, your children are not behaving well, they're not being nice to you, they're not being nice to mommy, they're not being nice to this, it means that you are not passing love and being some nice thoughts to them. It means that you're not passing some good values to them. Because if you pass it to them, they will pass it back to you. And the Lord told me to tell us this morning, whatever we want to see multiply in our hands, we need to pass it. We want love to grow in our church. We want to be closely needed. We want our fellowship to be strong. We need to pass some fellowship. Somebody has not visited pastor in this year. You need to pass some love. Somebody has not prayed for pastor this year. You need to pass it. Can you help me tell anybody? Say, pass me the bread. I need some of your fire. Pass me some fire. I need some of your prayer. Pass me some prayer. I need some actual bread. Pass me the bread. Can you share that? Can you demonstrate that by passing the bread? I'm sorry. I'm going to bust the above now. So that bread, if you want it to go around, let's keep passing it. You will see that everybody will be able to touch it. If you are permitted, we have just taken a slice, but don't take a slice. Just keep passing it. Hallelujah. When you keep passing it, it goes round. Everybody has got a share. Everybody is going to touch bread. Nobody's going to go home without a bread, without a blessing. So I come to challenge us this morning, church. Anything we want to multiply in our church, we need to do what? We need to pass it. Pass me some love. Can somebody say, anybody say, pass me some love. Pass me some law. Pass me some prayer. Pass me the bread. We need to take care of one another. We need to be our brother's keeper. And that was why Jesus told Peter that when you have been, uh, how did he say, when you have been something, strengthen your bedroom. When you have been what? When you have been restored, strengthen your bedroom. Pass some testimonies. Don't keep it to yourself. It's a small testimony, but pass it. When you pass it, you don't know what that will be. Like pastor said, you came to my house when we had a baby. And when you left, you so like, God, what are we waiting for? God should do it. And God did it. Yesterday, I went to dedicate a house. And those guys, they told me that they came to my house six months ago. And when I told them my testimony, I didn't start like this. I started small. He said himself and the husband, they just went. The husband has never started working. He said he just went that, oh boy, we have to do something. And to the glory of God, they just got a condo on my, uh, like, next street to me. And we went to the gate and said, and the woman was saying, Pastor, it was when we came. Your testimony encouraged us. And because of that small testimony, we were on fire, and today we are home owner. You don't know what you are doing when you keep the bread to yourself. Somebody need a slice. Somebody need a taste. Somebody need the fire that you got. Wake somebody up and say, can we pray together? I feel like praying for you. I feel like passing you some prayer. Can we rise up this morning and just begin to thank God for the bread of life that it is. I want us to just wave our hands to Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message from Believer's House. We hope you've been blessed. Please visit us at www.believershouse.church for more information about our church or to send us your questions, comments, and feedback. We hope to see you again soon.